Hello, my friends, and welcome back to another episode of The Informed Catholic. My name is Ned Jabbar. This is going to be episode 166 of The Informed Catholic. Episode 166, 2020. And uh, before we begin, please subscribe to my podcast. It really would help me a great deal. Uh, Subscribe, share. Uh, share it with your friends, uh, post it on Facebook at, or um, Twitter and uh, Parlay. It will be a great help. Uh, it will let uh, Google Podcast, Apple Podcast, and all the other podcast platforms, including Spotify and Anchor. I distribute my podcast through them that you like this podcast and it would help a great deal. So let's begin with a prayer in the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom, the power, and the glory forever and ever. Amen. Hail Mary, full of grace, the Lord is with thee. Blessed art thou among women, and blessed is the fruit of thy womb, Jesus. Holy Mary, Mother of God, pray for us sinners, now and at the hour of our death. Amen. Queen of the Rosary, pray for us. St. Joseph, guardian of the church, and uh, terror of demons, pray for us. St. Thomas More, pray for us. St. Thomas Aquinas, pray for us. And St. Augustine, pray for us. And St. Michael the Archangel, defend us from evil. Amen. In the name of the Father, Son, and Holy Spirit. All right. So, Cardinal drops bombshell on Beijing Biden. Very interesting. Uh, this is an article by Jules Gomes, Church Militant, October 2nd, 2020. Catholics cannot vote for murder of innocent babies. And this is, I think, from another article. Um, I think it was a Breitbart article. I'm not too sure, but it wasn't long enough and I didn't do it uh, because, you know, I, I just like articles with more material. It's very important because, you know, I, I don't like doing six-minute articles. Uh, but there's also... Um, an, uh, a video, so we'll check that out. But let's read it first. Now, um, Cardinal, not Bram Mueller, Gerhard Mueller. I always, for some reason, get his name mixed with another Cardinal. Gerhard Mueller, Cardinal Gerhard Mueller. He was the former Vatican doctrinal watchdog. He, he spoke with uh, Breitbart News in a clear condemnation of Catholic in name only President presidential candidate Joe Biden. Now, it's very interesting. You got Vigano on one end and you got Cardinal Gerhard Mueller. Now, both of these men are not Americans. Uh, Vigano is an Italian. Gerhard Mueller is German. Uh, uh, I'm assuming German, not Austrian. And it's very interesting that they're, they're speaking out. They know something. These are men who work in the Vatican. They know things. They see things. They hear things. Things that you and I, uh, events that you and I would never be in, ever dream of in our lives be invited in. 
Well, anyway, let's begin the article. Rome, in unprecedented intervention in the U.S. election debate, a top cardinal is warning of dire global consequences if Americans vote for a presidential candidate with a communist, abortionist, gender ideology agenda. Wow. I think that says it all right there. All right. If Americans vote for a presidential candidate with a communist, abortionist, gender ideology agenda. Let me stop right here for a moment. I've been uh, listening to an audible book, uh, The Devil and Karl Marx. I might have mentioned it. I know I mentioned it in other episodes. It's 300 pages with material that is unbelievable. It goes first to, to Karl Marx himself, his life, uh, his uh, weird fascination. Uh, he believed his devil is, uh, I mean, his uh, devil, his, his uh, soul uh, is going to hell. He, he wrote poetry and plays obsessed with this kind of crap. Unbelievably strange and obsessive things he, he believed in. He never worked. Never worked. As ironically, it, I, as I was listening to the Audible book, it actually reminded me of Bernie Sanders in his youth. Always borrowing money, uh, can't pay the electric bill, finding ways to steal electric, electricity from his neighbor. Uh, the man, the man never held a job. He fought, he was a real disciple of Karl Marx, uh, in that in that fashion. Uh, Engels, the only way Karl Marx ever finished his Communist Manifesto, was because Engels uh, worked with him. Engels, his uh, who himself came from a well-to-do family, uh, Marx had him wrapped around his finger, and he continued supporting Marx's family. At one point, Mark's family couldn't pay the rent. They had to uh, run from the landlord. His obsessive lifestyle of not working caused him the death of his of his uh, little baby boy. He was not uh, below uh, uh, below. Uh, it wasn't beneath him to send his wife to beg for money. Yeah, yeah, that's the kind of man he was. Um, didn't take a bath. Uh, his body was covered up with these weird sores that doctors were unbelievably, I think, uh, they never saw anything like it. They begged him to take a bath. Uh, the family sent a maid to help his wife, and he raped the maid. Uh, she gave birth to an illegitimate son, which he never acknowledged till uh, the boy was acknowledged after his death. Um Amazing, amazing uh, life and didn't believe in morality, didn't believe, believe that morality was something invented by religion, by the church. Um, completely uh, a foul person. Two of his daughters committed suicide. One was with her uh, husband, I believe. Um, he actually believed, uh, mocked the husband. Him and Ingalls used to mock the, the her her husband. They, uh, because they thought he had African blood in him. He, there was another word they used, and I'm not going to use it on the podcast. But they, it was, they were racist. 
And then the second daughter wanted to commit suicide, but the husband uh, tricked her. He didn't bother to take the poison. So she died and he can get her money. That's the kind of man. I mean, they were unhappy people, miserable wretch. Marx couldn't even attend his own wife's funeral. All right. It's just unbelievable. Uh, and and then his disciples carried his ideas about, he actually said it, that the only way my utopia can be achieved is through violence. Anyway, let's go into the article. Unbelievable. So I would recommend that book to you guys. Check it out. I think it's the author was Paul Ganker. Just type in The Devil and Karl Marx and you'll get it. I'll get the name next time. Sorry. So once more, Rome. In an unprecedented intervention into the U.S. election debate, a top cardinal is warning of dire global consequences if Americans vote for a presidential candidate with a communist abortionist gender ideology agenda. Three points are decisive in the upcoming elections. Cardinal Gerhard Mueller, the former Vatican doctrinal watchdog, told Breitbart News in a clear condemnation of Catholic in name only presidential candidate Joe Biden. First, the yes to life against abortion. Second, freedom of religion against the main the, the mainstreaming of gender ideology. And third, the mission of the U.S. to defend democracy and human rights against dictatorships. American Catholic Christians of other denominations and all people of faith must render an account to God over whom they make commander of the flagship of the free world, the former prefect of the Congregation for the Doctrine of the Faith, the CDF said Thursday. The outcoming of the U.S. election will determine whether the U.S. remains the leading power in the world for freedom and democracy or whether a communist dictatorship will assume that role for the global community, Mueller underlined. A day after Vatican Secretary of State Cardinal Pietro Perolone defiantly announced Pope uh, defiantly announced Pope Francis would renew a controversial deal with China, despite U.S. Secretary of State Mike Pompeo warning. The Vatican risks endangering its moral authority. Mueller blasted China for its uh, imitation of Nazi totalitarianism. In China, the the motto of Nazi Germany is repeated. You are nothing. The state is everything. And yet the truth is the other way around. People are everything. And the state exists only to serve the common good. He stated, no government has the right to arbitrarily arrest, even torture its citizens, to brainwash them, to hold them in concentration camps, to murder them, to harvest their organs like spare parts and sell them on the world market, he noted, referring to the prosecution of the Uyghur Muslims, Catholics and Falun Gong practitioners. In a not-so-subtle reference to Pope Francis, 
capitulation to the um, capitulation to the China, to China, the cardinal urged the leaders of the Catholic Church to see the deeper dimensions of what is at stake at this moment in world history, rather than offering a judgment based on subjective sensibilities and ideological preference. Let me stop right here for a moment. A couple of days ago, there was on YouTube a um, a um, Muslim cleric who was speaking out against Disney because Disney was making uh, business with China and because of the fact of what China is doing to the Uyghur Muslims. So you see that it's starting to... Um, it's the whatever whatever it is is going on. It's really starting to um, f- fall apart. Um, if Joe Biden is really su- going to uh, play a role in this China deal, which the Vatican is also playing a role under under Pope Francis as administration, and what's going on there with China. And the fact that Disney, a big corporation, a big entertainment corporation like Disney, is trying to get hold of the market because it's a big deal now sending movies, American-made movies, and the movie industry wants a, a foothold in the Chinese market to distribute their movies. And there's all these human rights violations. I mean, think about it. You had the ba- you had the uh, the uh, athletes. Um, being silenced, speaking out against uh, uh, or saying anything that could endanger business with China because the industry. So human rights violations are being pushed aside for the sake of capital. And this is happening on the left. It's not happening on the right. This is about the left. The left itself is, um, uh, what do you call it? Throwing under the, 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 the truck under the wheels of the truck, uh, human rights. And if Joe Biden represents this, that's not good. All right, so let's continue. In a not-so-subtle reference to Pope Francis' capitulation on China, the Cardinal urged leaders of the Catholic Church to see the deeper dimensions of what is at stake at this moment in world history, rather than offering a judgment based on subjective sensibilities and ideological preferences. As Christians, we must insist on the truth of the absolute value of of every individual person, especially for the people of China and freedom of religion must be guaranteed in theory and practice, he asserted. The rivalry between the U.S. and Communist China is is not sporting competition for the for the first or second place of superpowers, but it is about the irreconcilable alternatives of democracy or dictatorship, Mueller maintained. Because the U.S. is the first power in the free world, it must also put a stop to the imperialist grip of a communist superpower that seeks world domination and allow the Chinese people and other oppressed people to enter the community and solidarity of free peoples, he added, debunking the myth of the seamless garment promoted by many U.S. bishops. The cardinal lashed out at the moral equivalency 
liberal Catholics are attempting to draw between abortion on the one hand and immigration, climate change, health care, and poverty on the other. Here, here, this is very good. You can't compare apples to oranges. The human right to life is so fundamental that it cannot be equated with other political issues. He categorically declared, according to Catholic teaching, not all issues have the same weight. Therefore, a candidate who does not clearly oppose abortion and euthanasia is unelectable for a person who believes in God, and especially for every Catholic because abortion is a heinous crime against the life of the person, against God, the creator of every human life, he added. Joe Biden and vice presidential candidate Kamala Harris have to, have, have to date offered Americans the most radical abortion agenda, agenda in U.S. history. Mueller acknowledged he was opposed to the application of the death penalty for serious criminals, but insisted that all the death penalty for murderers cannot be compared to the murder of innocent children. Also, issues like immigration could be legitimately debated, like the border wall with Mexico, he observed, but not the lives of unborn children without being complicit in their murder, since the moral law declares a categorically no to the killing of children in the womb, handicapped children after birth, and sick and elderly people. A candidate must be fundamentally assessed as to whether he or she fully recognizes and is, is prepared to uphold human rights, beginning with the right to life, he stressed, for anyone who sub uh, subordinates the right to life to other objectives, undermines democracy itself, which is not based on changing majority opinion, but on the inalienable human rights. The world is looking to America because this fateful election will determine the future of democracy and human rights for decades to come, the Cardinal said. Very good. Very good indeed. I'm glad to hear this. Wow. Very good. This is the kind of leadership we're looking for in the Catholic Church. We want this kind of leadership. We want men like this to speak up because this is what the Catholic Church believes in. Let me play the uh, audio here. It's actually a video, but let me play it. And let's hope my neighbor upstairs doesn't get into a the light of God, all things past, present, and future have a purpose. As Christians, we have a musical awareness of life. In our hearts resounds the song of thanksgiving for being redeemed. Its melody is love and its harmony is joy in God. No one will be spared the suffering of this world and everyone has to bear his or her cross. Does the faith have a future? The crisis in the church is man-made and has arisen because we have cozily adapted ourselves to the spirit of a life without God.
the one who believes needs no ideology. The one who hopes will not reach for drugs. The one who loves is not after the last of the world which will pass away along with the world. The one who lives God and his neighbor finds happiness in the sacrifice of self-giving. We will be happy and free when in the spirit of love we embrace the form of life to which God has called each one of us personally. In the sacrament of marriage, in celibate priesthood, or in religious life according to the three evangelical councils of poverty, obedience, and chastity for the sake of the kingdom of heaven. Christian, acknowledge your dignity and becoming a partner of divine nature. Refuse to return to the old baseness by degenerate conduct. Remember the head and the body of which you are member. Recollect that you were rescued from the power of darkness and brought out into God's light and kingdom. By the mystery of baptism, you were made the temple of the Holy Spirit. The poison paralyzing the church is the opinion that we should adapt to the zeitgeist, the spirit of the age, and not the spirit of God. That we should relativize God's commandments and reinterpret the doctrine of the revealed face. People trying to instrumentalize the faith and the church for their political agendas are not coming closer to the faith, a faith which they are in fact abusing. The antidote against worldliness of the church is the truth of the gospel and starts with living by faith in the Son of God who has loved me and given himself up for me. This is the basis for any real evangelization, new evangelization, the mission of the church and for restoring the church. For somehow ever the church is lagging behind by 200 years compared to her to where the world is today. Is there any truth to this accusation? In order to be admitted to this meta-religion, the only price a church would have to pay is giving up her truth claim. No big deal, it seems, as a relativism dominant in our world anyway rejects the idea that we could actually know the truth and presents itself as guarantor of peace with all, between old world views and world religions. But there is no such meta-religion because there is no religion which is somehow higher than the church faith in Jesus Christ. 
Instead, every time is immediate to God because it was in the fullness of time that God sent his son born of a woman. Jesus cannot be surpassed by the changing of times because God's eternity encompasses all eras of history and the biographies of each person. That was beautiful. He, he, he's the, that's the first time I ever heard him give a talk like that. Uh, I guess you can call it a homily. Uh, you know, it was just beautiful. It was it was beautiful. I mean, I have to say, he really knows. He knows Christ. He really understands the gospel. Beautiful, absolutely beautiful. So we're going to go to another article. We're going to go to Breitbart and see what they say there. All right, this is Breitbart. Exclusive, former Vatican chief says, future of democracy at stake in U.S. elections. Very good. All right, this is by Thomas D. Williams, Ph.D., 1st of October, 2020. Rome. The former head of the Vatican highest doctrinal office told Breitbart News Thursday that upcoming U.S. elections will have an enormous geopolitical impact for decades to come. Cardinal Gerhard Mueller of the former prefect, the, uh, the former prefect of the Vatican's Congregation for the Doctrine of Faith (CDF) gives an exclusive inter interview to Breitbart News in the prelude to U.S. presidential elections in which he particularly underscored the importance of the abortion issue and China's aspirations for world dominance. Wow. The outcome of the U.S. election will determine whether the U.S. remains the leading power in the world for freedom and democracy or whether communist dictatorship will assume the role for the global community Cardinal Mueller said, American Catholics, Christians of other denominations, and all people of faith must render an account to God over whom they make commander of the flagship of the free world. The Cardinal said the world is looking to America because this fit, fateful election will determine the future of democracy and human rights for decades to come. The rivalry between the U.S. Communist China is not a sporting competition for the first or second place of superpowers. The carnal insistent, it is about the in, ir, irreconcilable alternatives of democracy or dictatorship. China has no diversity of politics, political parties, no free parliament, no democratically uh, elected and therefore legitimate government. Mueller said, it, before proceeding to the catalog, some of the mere ingrosious human rights violations of the Chinese Communist Party, the CCP, no government has the right to arbitrarily arrest and even torture its citizens, to brainwash them, to hold them in concentration camps, to murder them, to harvest their organs like spare parts and sell them on the world market, he said. In reference, well Oh, to well-documented CCP practice on Falun Gong practitioners, the Uyghur Muslims, and others. The Cardinal 
also said that Beijing, Beijing's accusation of interference in China's eternal affairs for those who call out its atrocities must uh, must unequivocally be, be rejected. Human rights are universal, and we are all brothers and sisters because of our common human nature. Mueller said, Mueller said, we must therefore denounce the crimes of the CCP in defense of the dignity of every Chinese person. Cardinal Mueller went on to, to assert that the world looks to America to be a beacon of truth, freedom, and justice as it has been historically. America secured human rights against the godless ideology of national socialism, fascism, during World War II, he recalled. And then the Cold War against the atheist communists of the Soviet Union was won only with the help and under the leadership of the United States. The free world owes the American people the salvation of Western civilization, which has its foundations in freedom and dignity of every person, he said. But this legacy is now being challenged. What China's communist leaders intend to, to withhold from their own people and, and to... Uh, steal from the rest of the world is inherently entitled. Enti inher inherently entitled, Mueller said. The wealth of China, the national pride of its youth, the diligence and the diligence of the people of the of this ancient high culture, are being used and abused in order to achieve the goal: communist world domination. This time under the Chinese flag. Dictators always think that their citizens are their property and that they can use them and even sacrifice them as pawns for their interest, he said. In China, the model of Nazi Germany is repeated. You are nothing, the state is everything, and yet the truth is, it is the other way around. People are everything and the state exists only to serve the common good. The slogan, America first, is justified. Wow. Trump is going to love him. America first is justified and self-evident for the every American. The colonel said, "The president of the uh, of the president and the Congress are elected to serve the common good of the citizens of the whole state. But every American must also know that it, that his country is the world's number one power, militarily, and scientifically." And economically, he said, and because the U.S. is the first power in the world, it must also put a stop to the imperialist grip of a communist superpower that seeks world domination and allows the Chinese people and other oppressed people to enter the community and solidarity of free people. At this time, America must repeat the story of the heroic resistance of free Greece against the great power of ancient Persia and Christian Europe's defense against the brutal brutalities of the Ottoman rule, he said. Ho, 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 wow. And as, the Christians, as, as Christians, we must insist on the truth of the absolute value of every individual person, especially for the people of China, he continued. And freedom of religion must be guaranteed in theory and practice. In this regard, the leaders of the Catholic Church must also see the deeper dimensions of what is at stake at the moment. At the moment, at this moment, in, in world history, he added, rather than offering a judgment based on subjective sensibilities and ideological preferences, 
on the domestic level, what is most at stake in the upcoming election is the lives of the unborn, as well as of the elderly and sick in the fight against those who would promote abortion and euthanasia, the Cardinal declared. Certain issues can be legitimately debated, like the border wall with Mexico, he said, and not the lives of unborn children without being com- complicit in this in their murder. In democracy, there are legitimately different political options and objectives, and that is why several candidates are up for election, he said. But you can't compare apples to oranges. The human right to life is so fundamental that it cannot be equated with other political issues. The moral law declares a a categorical no to the killing of children in the womb, handicapped children after birth, and sick and elderly people, he added. I am also opposed to the application of death penalty for serious criminals, but the death penalty for murderers cannot be compared to the murder of innocent children, he said. Therefore, a candidate who does not clearly oppose abortion and euthanasia is unelectable for a person who believes in God, especially for every Catholic, because abortion is a heinous crime against the life of the person and against God, the creator of every human life. Anyone who, anyone who subordinates the right to life to other objective uh, objectives undermines democracy itself, which is not based on changing majority opinion, but in unalienable human rights, he said. In this election, Christian people of all faith and all people of goodwill must unite in seeking the common good and best and the best leaders to defend and promote it. The Colonel asserted, the presidency of the United States is a political office, not a religious one, he said. No one chooses a candidate simply because he or she belongs to the same religion, social status, profession, gender, or ethnic origin. A candidate must be fundamentally assist as to whether assist as to whether he or she fully recognizes and is prepared to uphold human rights beginning with the right to life, he said. It is in this crucial election, it is vital that voters evaluate the candidates based on their willingness to do the right thing while in office, he said. And according to Catholic teaching, not all issues have the same weight. Three points are decisive in the upcoming elections. Cardinal note, the Cardinal noted first, the yes to life against abortion. Second, freedom of religion against the mainstreaming of gender ideology. And third, the mission of the United States to defend democracy and human rights against dictatorship. So pretty much Church Militant almost lifted the entire article from this. Now let me play uh, a video. To you will be an audio. All right, let's see this audio. On November 3rd, Minnesota will decide whether we end this pandemic, defeat the virus, and return to record prosperity. Either way, we're returning. Either way. We're going to have the vaccine. We're rounding the turn. Well, whether we allow Joe Biden to kill the recovery, you know, he wants a shutdown. This guy says, let's shut it down. A lot of death caused by shutdown. Depression, death, drugs, alcoholism. 
horrendous family fights, horrendous family fights. And he wants to destroy those suburbs by abolishing single-family zoning. All of these things are just a horrible thing, he, what he wants to do. And I think he's going to do it because he's not smart enough to understand that the other side has big problems. You know, we did something great. We had the greatest economy in history, and we had to close it down because we would have lost millions of lives. And now we're opening it up, and we're doing it at a level like nobody's ever seen before. And it's a great thing. And we're going to be back in business very soon, except for some Democrats. Though. And they'll all open up. They're going to all open up right after November 3rd. They'll announce, we'd like to uh, tell you that we're all opening up November 4th. Did you see the one group? They said, we're opening up, yeah, right after the election. I think we'll open up. That's great. These are terrible people. Because they're more interested in politics than they are in the lives of people. Okay. You know, I, I have to say I admire... Gerhard Müller, the way the way he's talking, it's true. Not all issues have the same weight, but this is, um, it's true. But I mean, he's against about uh, the um, death penalty, but I personally believe the death penalty is there in the Bible, because you know, think about it. I mean, you have someone who commits horrendous, horrible. Uh, murders i mean you have a serial killer there you know we we have a justice system we have a system and it has to work and i think when you have this over compassionate thing like where i think it's misguided compassion misguided mercy which i think a lot of it has a lot to do with pope francis and i've said it before i think he much of him was affected by his failure as head of the Jesuit order in Argentina when they went through that dictatorship and the dictatorship murdered and killed so many people. And I guess he must have felt that either the church failed or whatever, whatever it was, I think his actions and behaviors are psychological. Maybe he thinks that man has to force utopia on earth. I don't know. I have no idea. All I know is I am convinced that much of people who are obsessed with social justice, obsessed with who who dive into communism, a lot of it is psychological, and I think it's somehow based on guilt, psychological guilt based on some kind of failure, maybe some kind of uh, defect within themselves, and they're just acting out according to that guilt according to that psychological defect that they're suffering from. This is how I understand it because atheism is based on, is an emotional, not a, not a theological and not a, a philosophical thing. Much of it is emotional and psychological. It's not philosophical. And I've heard this said over and over again by many different scholars who talk about it. Well, I hope this was interesting. Uh, I'm glad I got a chance to do another article. So hopefully again, we'll, um, we'll do another article like this. It's um, definitely going to be an interesting year. <laughs> and we'll see how what happens. It's going to be very interesting in the next couple of weeks. We're getting close to that big day of election. And uh, wow, it's uh, a lot has happened. 
uh, I mean, it's almost like I would just say that doing this podcast is almost like it really is a video diary. And definitely we learn and uh, we learn a lot of things uh, about the world and everything. Well, uh, let's end it here and we'll be back together again soon. God bless people. All right. Stay safe.